0: Hi, and welcome back to Healing Quest. I'm Judy Brooks.
1: And I'm Roy Walkenhorst. Our focus here on Healing Quest is integrative health, including mind-body medicine and how it can help us achieve optimum well-being. And that optimum well-being includes the little ones in our life.
0: Well, we're bringing this up now because of recent research showing that commonly used household cleaners may be making children overweight. Wow. I mean, that's amazing. We're talking about toddlers here. The study in the Canadian Medical Journal said the chemicals and disinfectants and detergents were altering the microbes in the gut of young children, leading to overweight toddlers.
1: Now, babies living in a household that used eco-friendly cleaners had very different gut microbes and were much less likely to be overweight as toddlers. So when it comes to protecting those precious little tummies in our life, the subject of probiotics logically comes up. You know, But are probiotics
0: a good idea for kids? And if so, at what age should we start them? Well, fortunately, we know just who to ask about all of this. Microbiologist Kieran Krishnan of Just Thrive Probiotics, and he's been on the show a lot with us because he's just got so much great information. Right. And we have been big probiotic fans for a long time. And when we found out about Just Thrive and started taking those, we got really excited. And more excited. and more
1: research is being done showing how important our GI tract is, our, our microbiome, as it's called for adults, and now it turns out really, really important for children as well. So Kieran's on the phone with us, and we're pleased to welcome him from his home base in Chicago. So Kieran, thanks for joining us here on Healing Quest and helping us really understand, I guess, frankly, the magnitude of of what the Canadian scientists found, which is that, gosh, you know, moms who are just trying to keep their kitchen clean could be using cleaners with chemicals in them that could have a really big impact on their kids. Is that
2: true? Yeah, absolutely. It it, it absolutely is. And, you know, thank you for having me as usual. Um, And, in fact, this is a a follow-up study to other studies that have been done with this topic. They've shown that um, households that use chlorine-based cleaners, for example, or, um, you know, cleaners that are very strong antimicrobials tend to have kids that have higher incidence rates of allergies, asthma, and even infections. And there is this whole idea of the hygiene hypothesis, uh, you know, which we may have talked about before, where what we're doing is replacing our ex- daily exposure um, from beneficial or, or benign bacteria to harmful chemicals. Right? <laughs> so we've, we've totally Better living, huh? Better living script. through chemicals? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We've totally flipped the script on how we are supposed to interact. And we very quickly forget that for the vast majority of human evolution, for 99.999% of the time that our species has been on the Earth, we've been, on con- we've been in constant osmosis with the microbial world around us, and there's significant benefit to that. And then when we replace that interaction with interactions with, with really harsh chemicals um, to, to create this notion of cleanliness and so on, we really can do harm to our body, so it's really exciting that large research institutes are recognizing this and doing studies on it.
1: And that harm could be seen or manifested very early in life. I mean, toddlers could be overweight as a result of this.
2: Yeah, in fact, um, wow. that's one of the outcomes. You know, so so obesity is driven by an antimicrobial mechanism. Uh, one great example of that is in the meat industry, right? So one, the main reason they use antibiotics in the in the pig and the beef industry is not to make the the animals healthier or, or free of infection. That's part of it, but the biggest reason is an economic reason because it makes the animals fatter quicker. Yeah. Right, so that's another reason that
0: to eat, you know, grass fed, pasture raised
2: meat. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Because. Uh, That kind of chemical antimicrobial, once it gets into the gut, which it does in toddlers and kids that are crawling around on the floor and touching all the surfaces and putting their hands in their mouths and all that, we used to cringe when we think about them doing that with bacteria around, but it's even more cringeworthy if they're doing that with chemicals and picking those up from the from the floor and the countertops and putting that into their mouths because what it's doing is it's killing off bacteria in the gut similar to an antibiotic would that can also lead to obesity metabolic dysfunctions high incidence rate of type 2 diabetes um, in young kids and then of course all of the immune dysfunctions as well
1: so it really changes their digestive system
2: it does yeah And, and their digestive system their microbiome the all of the bugs that live in their intestines really govern your metabolic system, govern your immune system. So once you start disrupting those by by being exposed to high levels of these chemicals, and, and kids are more susceptible to it than adults are, um, then you start yourself on this path for complete dysfunction. It might start as, as overweightness and obesity, but it can and will end up with other issues as well, like autoimmune disease and asthma and allergies. We're also seeing that asthma is an epidemic in the Western world among kids. I've
0: noticed that, that it seems right? to be more... Yes, mm-hmm. yes. It, it's I mean, two, of our, two of our grandkids have some of those symptoms. Right?
2: Yeah, absolutely. And in fact... Asthma is such a severe epidemic that uh, in places like Finland, which is very similar to the U.S., that they've done large-scale studies to figure out what's going on. So Finland is a great example because um, there was a Finnish allergy study, a Finnish asthma study, um, that looked at the differences in asthma and allergy rates in in a town in Finland that's only 100 kilometers away from a town in Russia, Mm -hmm. right? And so geographically, they're very close. Culturally, they're very close. Uh, in In terms of the types of foods that they eat, they're very close. The only difference is in Russia, they have very low levels of allergies and asthma, and then just 100 kilometers away in Finland, they have very high levels. And so they did an extensive study to try to figure out what was driving the high rates of allergies and immune dysfunctions in Finland. One of the biggest things they noticed was that in Russia, they did not sterilize their homes with chemical-based cleaners. They had their windows open more often so that all of these wonderful microbes from the outside world get to come into your home. And in Finland, they sterilized their home every single day or at least multiple times a week, and they had their windows closed for most of the time. And so those simple differences... Uh, in very similar cultures, similar diet, can cause a significant increase in immune dysfunction. Uh, and that's the same kind of dysfunction that leads to the weight issue.
0: You know, now we're talking about children right now, but certainly this is true for adults as well.
2: Absolutely, yeah. And, and in fact, the fact that it can start in children so early um, because it, it's easier to see those changes in kids Uh, But it occurs in adults similarly. And there's there's been studies on uh, the whole idea of the hygiene hypothesis, how we've sterilized our homes too much and and we get very little interaction with microbes. And that has led to all types of metabolic and immune dysfunctions in adults as well.
1: If you're just joining us, I'm Roy Walkenhorst.
0: And I'm Judy Brooks. And we're speaking with Kieran Krishnan, a microbiologist with Just Thrive Probiotics. So one of the things we can do is, first of all, kind of green our home and not be using those Cold. chemical products to clean the house. But the other thing is taking a daily probiotic. So let's let's talk about how that really helps. And,
1: and let me just, just leap on here. How early should that be done with, with youngsters?
2: Yeah, and so that's really important. So taking a probiotic like the spore probiotic we work with that actually increases diversity in the microbiome, meaning it's increasing the growth of a whole bunch of other bacteria in the gut, which is, which is really what we need in order to improve our metabolic and immune system. Uh, we start kids as early as four months, six months, um, especially if they've been C-section born, which means they get less exposure to all of mom's good uh, bacteria, especially if they've had antibiotics early on in life. Um, those kids are more susceptible to all of these dysfunctions than kids who are of vaginal birth, who are breastfeeding normally, and who have not had antibiotics.
0: Obviously, at, at that young age, they're not taking pills. So we can just open up the Thrive Probiotic and put the capsule into like their juice or something?
2: Exactly, yeah. You can actually mix it into any kind of food or drink, Cold or hot, um, heat doesn't matter. These are very resistant strains. Um, Like with my kids, for example, when when they were that young, they've both taken it uh, since they were born, basically. Um, But when they were that young, at four or five months of age, I would mix it into the uh, the rice cereal and things that they were eating at that time. We started making, uh, you know, a pulp of um, fruits and vegetables with the with the little blender, and I would put that in in the blender uh, products. Now that they're older, they get it in the in a in a couple of scoops of yogurt. We mix mm-hmm. in the the probiotic um, and the the, the probiotic, the powder itself, um, and that's how they get it every day. But yeah, absolutely, it's so important for kids to start taking it. And I know a
0: lot of people give their children probiotics, but they're like in gummy form or whatever. But those are not spore-based probiotics. So if to our listeners out there who maybe think, well, I'm already, I'm already giving my children probiotics, it's not the same thing, Right.
2: Absolutely, yeah. It's, it's really important to get this multi-spore formula that's, you know, three or four spore strains together. That's how they're found in nature. That's how they work best together. That's how we're doing all of our research is with the multi-spore strains. Um, a lot of these gummies and confectionery items and all that, we've tested a lot of them and the bacteria are just dead in there. You know, they okay. don't survive this processing. So you're just getting a piece of candy with some sugar, and you're not really helping yourself.
0: Well, thank you. You know, we're out of time again. Like We could just talk to you for the whole show. You've got so much great information. But thanks again for joining us today, and we'll have you back, I hope, in a few weeks.
1: And I'm going to review all of the cleaners in our kitchen. I don't think well, we well, have we don't any chemicals. we don't have any of that. Yeah. Okay, good.
0: <laughs> good. <laughs> yeah. thanks, thanks, Karen. Have a great thank week. You. Take care. Take care. Bye bye. Well, we've been speaking with Kiran Krishnan about how probiotics can help protect the little ones in our life from the chemicals in household cleaners. And boy, he had a lot of interesting things to say.
1: You know, it makes all the sense in the world because these precious little ones are little. It doesn't, their systems are so sensitive and it doesn't take much. So one of the things I think that I've learned in this 15 years of being on the Healing Quest with you is we really have to be so careful about doing everything we can to reduce the amount of chemicals in our life. Every place we can do it. We can try to get them out of our food by eating organic and try to get them out of out of out the way we keep our house clean by not cleaning with disinfectants that have a bunch of chlorine and other chemicals in them because they're not good for us.
0: And One of the other things that I really liked about what he said is that You know, you may already be giving your children a probiotic like a gummy. Thinking they're doing a good thing, and they are. You know, they're yes, but Kieran said, "You're really kind of wasting your money on those." I mean, in in a way, it's it's just candy. And so you can take the Just Thrive capsules and open them up and put them into their juice,
1: and know that and and know know that they're really
0: getting into their digestive system. Exactly, and it's not going to hurt them. So that, for me, was the big takeaway.
1: Many good takeaways. Up next, we're going to check in with another one of our favorite people, Michelle Bernhardt, our resident astrologer, about what the planets might have in store for us this month.
0: And don't forget, podcasts of this and other Healing Quest shows are available on
1: our website at healingquest.tv.
0: And please follow us on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter at Healing Quest. I'm Judy Brooks. And
1: I'm Roy Walkenhorst. And you're listening to Healing Quest on iHeartRadio.